Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Good evening, listeners, and thank you for joining us. Tonight, we have with us Dr. Gail Crowder, and she has appeared on dozens of television shows as well as radio. She is a specialist and a seasoned life coach and relationship expert. She's also an author. She's married, a mother, and Ms. Gail Crowder is also the founder and president of Bringing Sexy Back to Marriage. Welcome to the mic, our guest, Ms. Gail Crowder. Good evening. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for joining us, Gail. Uh, why do married women cheat, and is it justifiable? No, uh, and well, there's many reasons why married women cheat, but most of the time it's because they're not getting something at home. Um, men and women cheat for two different reasons. Most of, you know, statistics used to say that men cheated like 50% more than women did. And, you know, I had a, a healthy discussion with some of my colleagues and they were saying, no, it's, it's the same now, Gail. Um, men just get caught more and women are just better at hiding it. I'm not really sure about that. But with COVID going on, you know, um, I just had a roundtable discussion with some other um, marriage therapists and, and, and coaches and um, counselors. And what we're finding that since COVID has hit um, in last year in 2020, um, 80% of people that are married, 80% of people have said that they have suspected that their um, significant other has had either emotional or physical affair. And that's just in one year that it has, you know, infidelity has risen so high. And so why do married women cheat? Um, It could be for a number of things. One could be low self-esteem and their husbands or their significant other is not giving them what they need. So that other person builds their self-esteem. You look nice today. You look pretty. Oh, I see that you changed your hair. All of those little things uh, make a woman who's dealing with low self-esteem and not getting those accolades from their spouse um, can make them lead towards cheating. Um, Emotional needs not being met. Um, That's a huge one for a woman because we are emotional beings, right? God created us that way. Mm -hmm. And so when our emotional needs are not being met and we keep, you know, wanting our spouse or our significant other to say something and to engage with us and, and to really acknowledge that we exist and it's not happening. And like, you know, the devil knows how to package so many different things. And if that other person is paying attention to you and, and, and feeding your ego and, and like I said, noticing that you exist, those doors can be open as well. Um, also, um, you want to feel sexy, want, it to, want to feel needed, and, you know, all of those things play into why um, people cheat, why women cheat for the most part. And, you know, with men, it's totally different. But those are some of the, the major reasons why women step outside of their relationships and their marriages. So the emotional cheating is just as bad as the physical. Oh, that's even harder to, to break. You know, um, a lot of times 
physical is like kind of just uh, after the emotional part has happened, right, for a woman. You know, she has literally got emotionally attached to you. And the physical is just, in a sense, the cherry on the top. But, and, and you can, you know, a lot of times if it's just like a one-night stand, you can walk away from that. But if you have really gotten emotionally attached to someone, that is harder to break than just the physical part of it. Some men feel that, you know, the women are the cause of the breakups because they don't keep it spicy. Therefore, the relationship has died. Um, I, I, I disagree with that. I, I, I disagree with that because it literally takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, women have reasons why they stop wanting to spice up things right and again um it could be that she's dealing with body and image issues it could be that she is dealing with unresolved hurt it could be a lack of communication it could be so many reasons why women don't want to engage in sex some of it could be that there's a hormone shift when it comes to her not, you know, not knowing what is going on with her body. So she's just not feeling herself. And, uh, you know, women are starting to go into menopause a lot earlier than our, you know, our mothers or our grandmothers did because of our diets and so many different, you know, other things, environmental things that we're not aware of. Um, But a lot of times we get blamed for that. But we're not communicating with our spouses either what is going on with us. I'm just not feeling right. Something's off or whatever. And, you know, a lot of times men are just thinking one way. I need my my needs met. And if you're not meeting my needs, then I need to go find someone who will. Okay. And what are some of the signs that women or men should look for um, if their partner is cheating? Well, I kind of go with the non-traditional stuff. And, you know, sometimes people who are cheating can be overzealous with, you know, gifting. You know, if you have a spouse that is not normally just gives you gifts or do nice things for you, um, that, you know, they just begin to give you all of these gifts. It could be a sign that they're cheating because they are, um, you know, trying to, they feel guilty. So they feel, oh, I'll bring her this because that'll make her happy. And a lot of times when we do those things or they're doing that just out of the norm when it's not their birthday or anything like that, it's because they're trying to hide something. Um, It could be um, that they're uh, constantly on social media and they're showing you things on social media and you just think, oh, they're spending time on social media and they're showing me what they're looking at. It could be that they're, you know, having an affair on social media and they're just throwing you off, right? It's so many different things that people are dealing with now and people who are, you know, cheaters, I hate to say it, have gotten more more bolder with it and they make you think that you're the crazy one. Mm -hmm. And and it's unfortunately, but I I had an instance where I just um, counseled a couple and he all of a sudden gave her all of his passwords to everything. He's like, I want you to trust me. He, um, he started doing all the things that she used to ask him to do that he never would have done. 
And it turns out he was doing all of these things because he was doing it with the other woman. And he, he just wanted his wife to feel like he was, he was able to handle them both in a sense. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And well, in that case then, so what makes a woman continue to remain with a man who is cheating, even if they're not married? It is so many reasons why women say the number one reason why a lot of women stay in these uh, relationships is because for one, they don't want to be lonely, especially if she's a woman that is not married to him. It, it could be loneliness. Some of it is status. Some of it is um, feeling needed, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I used to do this thing for singles called Seal the Deal. And um, I had maybe a thousand women that went through the program and a lot of them just didn't want to be alone. And some of these guys would say, I'm dating seven women and you Hmm. could be Sunday on Sunday. I'm going to date you. You know, we can do whatever, but you can't contact me Monday, Monday through Saturday. And these women were okay with that. Yeah. And it's because they didn't want to be alone. And they wanted to be able to say, I'm dating so-and-so and he's a this or, and he drives this kind of car and we do this, but he, you knew your day was Sunday. Right? So he was a pimp of the week. And, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And I, I love the way you put that pretty much he was. And, and these women were okay with it. But when you look at them oh. and you, you say you're successful, you're beautiful, you're smart. You have all of these things. You can surely find a man on your own for yourself that you don't have to share. And most of them was like, I, I just, I just don't want to be lonely. And I know on Sunday or whatever day, you know, it's my day. I won't be lonely. Wow. Yeah. It's, this is true. I, I'm not even making it up. A lot of women put up with things that they normally would not put up with because they want to say that they have someone that they can call their boyfriend, someone that's going to talk to them, someone that's going to tell them that they're beautiful and all of these things. And as a woman, if you don't know those things for yourself, I don't care if you're married or not, that's where people begin to take advantage of you. Some men are not willing to listen whenever you're trying to talk to them and communicate with them that, hey, you know, these are my needs and these are things that I need you to do what can you do to find a happy medium as far as you both agreeing on your needs being met as well well the thing is is that you you know you have to know your self-worth whether you're in a marriage or not and you have to set healthy boundaries for yourself and if you're communicating your needs your wants and your desires and you're not getting it in your relationship whether you're married or not right you need to seek help and the reason why you need to seek help because you will begin to become very resentful and you're going to, you know, be part, become part of that 80% looking for someone to, to meet your needs, your wants and your desires. Right. And that's why infidelity is running so rampant. It's because people are not being able to have healthy discussions at healthy boundaries. And if they're not being met, instead of going outside of, you know, your relationship or your marriage, they're not seeking professional help to be able to 
um, navigate and get the other person to listen to what they have to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, sometimes it, it, it takes an outside person. And even if he won't go, the, the, the counselor or coach or someone would, might be able to give you some tools and strategies so you can get what you need out of that person without even knowing them knowing what you're, you're needing or you're wanting. It, it just, you change how you get what you want, right? Because sometimes when you've been in a marriage or a relationship for a long time, the person quits listening, right? They mm-hmm. begin to take you for granted. Yes. And, and, and when you start taking someone for granted, then you really make them feel that you don't care, right? And yeah. so when you, you know, I try to give my, um, my women that I, I work with and couples that I work with, you know, we do a lot of talking as women. And sometimes I say, you know what, when you get home, don't say anything. Because he's already said that you're going to say something, right? Yeah. And when you don't say anything, you change the narrative and he's looking like, what's going on with her? I just was waiting for her to walk through the door and go on her rant like she normally does. Mm-hmm. But when you don't say anything, you get a different result. Because he's going to say, oh, did you have a good day? Yes. You didn't come home and you didn't do this. You know what I mean? So that starts a different dialogue and you get a different result. And that's just something small. But sometimes you have to change the narrative or seek help to get different tools and strategies to get what you want. So whenever we're in that relationship and we start settling for, you know, our spouse's needs and their wants, even when ours aren't being met, does it change us? Do we start, do we start forgetting um, who we are? What do we do? Absolutely. And, you know, I was that person. I was that person that, you know, I became Gil's wife, Justin and Josh's mom. I worked for, you know, the Washington Post. I did this. I did that. And I was meeting everybody else's needs, but I was not being fulfilled as a person myself. And then I went the whole other direction where I was like, I'm dropping everybody and I'm taking care of me. You know, that song, I'm doing me. And that didn't work out. And so I did become very resentful. I became very resentful because at the time, you know, my kids were much younger and deals are growing me professionally and educational wise. And it was all of these things. And, but I was not able to articulate exactly what I needed. I was frustrated and I wanted something from him, but I really did not know what I needed or wanted. And it's hard for somebody to give you something if you don't know what you need or want. And so I actually uh, got myself some help to be able to really frame was, was a deal that was taking advantage of me or was it Gail not knowing what she wanted and being envious of Gail? Is that making sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so for me, I, I decided that I needed to to um, map my map out my own life with inside of my marriage. What dreams and goals and aspirations that I want for myself? And then I went to deal with a game plan and I said, this is what I want. This is what I need. And I, I need this type of support from you in order for me to be happy as well. 
for me to grow, for me to be a better wife, for me to be a better mother. This is what I need. Because when I was saying, man, I'm just unhappy. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not meeting none of my needs. I'm always doing this for you or whatever. He's like, well, what do you want, G? I'm like, um, well, I want to be able to, and he's like, okay, go do it. But I didn't have a path to getting what I really wanted. I was just saying things, but I didn't have a path. And when you're dealing with men, they're very black and white and they're very, Mm -hmm. you know, checklist oriented, if that makes sense. Yes. 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 And with that being said, why is it so hard for men to take interest in what women want to do? And they tend to complain, saying that we're complaining or they said, oh, I'm just not interested. Why is it so hard for them to to listen to what we're trying to get them to understand and to take part in what we're trying to do? Because, again, I, I, like I said, I can only use myself and others because a lot of times we don't have a clear cut path of what we want to do. And it's hard for us to support for them to support us in something when we're all over the place. Or it could have been the reverse that we have started so many different projects and we have finished none of them. So, you know, they they don't take us serious when we say, oh, we really want to go back to school and get this, or we really want to do this. Because I remember I have started so many different um, businesses, if that makes sense. Um, that Jill couldn't even support me because I, I, he's like, oh, I thought you just bought this for this. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do that no more. Oh, I thought you wanted to sell Mary Kay. No, I don't want to do that. It was all of these different things. So it, sometimes it's hard for them to get on board and support us if we're all over the place. That's the reason why I said you have to go back and really get a game plan and understand your past and, and really be able to articulate this is what I want. I'm very firm on this. This is how I'm going to do this. And this is what I need for you to do in order for me to accomplish this. What are seven things a husband needs but won't ask for? Wow. <laughs> there, there is, I mean, I can go on and on about this. But the first thing is that um, people, women, we really don't think that men need affection. They truly, truly need affection. Um, and a lot of times we are the ones who are craving affection, but, um, most men, and I'm not saying all, most men, when you, when they're younger, they don't really get a lot of affection because they are, you know, are told to suck it up. You know, boys don't cry, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that kind of thing. And they pat them on their back and go, you know, going about their way. But really men need pure affection, right? The other thing that they need is encouragement. They need encouragement to know that they can do and, and be and accomplish anything. And that kind of goes back to sometimes we can lose, you know, when we can pour into them and sometimes we feel that they don't pour back into us. But again, they do need to know that they, they need encouragement and they also need praise. Praise is something that, uh, is, hard especially if you're struggling within yourself and especially if you've been in a relationship and they have not made great decisions and again we as women can tick off a thousand things that they have done wrong and when you say well what does he do right and we struggle right and I'm sure we've all been there before because 
I, I have been there. And that was the reason why I started that 30 day uh, gratitude challenge because God was like, Gail, you come to me and you're like, God, fix Gil. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do this. And then one day, probably, I heard God say to me, Gail, well, what does Gil do right? Mm. I was like, huh? <laughs> what does he do right? And I, and I stopped and I was like, hmm. He says, if you can tell me the things he does right, because he does a, does a lot of them. He says, then I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll think about all the things he does wrong because you're quick at that. And that began a journey for 30 days. I wrote something that he did good, even if it was just he woke up and took the trash out. Wow. And so they need praise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And men need quality sex, not quantity sex. And what do I mean by quality sex? They need to know that you're fully present. They need to know that you want the same things that they want when it comes to your sexual um, intimacy. And they want to know that they're doing a good job with that. And the next thing that they need to know is that, that you honor them as the head of your household. And sometimes that is really, really hard. Especially, again, if they have made poor decisions, if you don't think that they're providing and doing all those things. But the word of God is very, very clear that, you know, when you guys got married, he became the head of your household. Um, but we as wives have the ability to pray that he makes wise decisions and that he loves us like Christ loves the church and all of those different kind of things. And my last thing is that you're, your, your husband needs to know that you guys are on the same team, that that you got his back and that you guys are our are, are, are team and and that, that he can literally come and lay his head in your lap and he feels safe. Please tell us a little bit about bringing sexy back to the marriage. <laughs> bringing sexy back to the marriage was created 15 years ago because I was... Um, at lunch with, you know, three other girlfriends and one of my girlfriends had been married for seven years and then she had been divorced for a number of years and she had just got back married and she had been married maybe six months and we had broke from this networking event, a business owner networking event and we went to lunch and she, before we could even sit down, this is what she just blurted out. She says, all my husband wants to do is have sex. And all of us was kind of blindsided because it was like, well, where did that come from? You know? And that began the conversation that lasted actually eight hours. We never returned to the wow. networking event. Wow. And we literally closed the place down and we tipped the lady $100 because we had taken up the table for such a long time. But that that opened the door for us to have a conversation that we we just never had as friends, you know, why do we feel like having sex is a chore? You know, how do we get past infidelity? And I didn't realize that some of my friends that we have been friends with for years, had, you know, had experienced infidelity. Um, you know, why, you know, do, you know, why does our body change after we have kids? And just all of these things that we had never really engaged in 
we would do the things like, you know, oh my God, he's getting on my nerves kind of conversations, mm -hmm. but we never went deep, right? And during my prayer time, you know, God was like, Gail, you need to do something about it. And I was like, do something about what? He says, just like it took you all of those years to have those that deep conversation with your girlfriend, even though you were thinking it, right? You just never said it. He says, he said, there's women all over the world that need a safe place to come and talk about those things that you and your girlfriend took so long to do. And from there, bring us that feedback to the marriage was created. Sometimes if we don't feel comfortable talking to a girlfriend or to a family member, who can we go and talk to and feel comfortable enough to talk to? Yeah. And, and for me, you know, I, I never, I, you know, I never felt comfortable just saying, you know, you know, sometimes having sex is a chore for me or, you know, I, you know, after I had kids, I have no, you know, libido or, you know, Gil mismanaged the money. And so I don't want him touching me, you know, all of those things mm -hmm. that we think, and we think we're the only one who's thinking that way. You know, we actually had that conversation. So at bringing sexy back to marriage, we do, we deal with all of that stuff, the stuff that most women are going through and thinking, but don't feel that they have a safe place. And God showed me that I needed to create a safe place for women to come to deal with infidelity, to deal with the blended family. If you got baby mama drama, to deal with all of this stuff that we keep sweeping up under the, you know, the rug or we act like we got it going on. And then we also have an amazing time in bringing sexy back to the marriage as well. So um, I, I have been doing bringing sexy back to the marriage for 15 years now. And women from all over the world, we've had women from Germany, uh, Iceland, uh, Bahamas, Jamaica, um, Canada. Oh, God, I can't even think. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's been an amazing, amazing um journey and women from every state have made it to to bring the sexy back to the marriage i have truly been blessed i have never paid for advertising god has just blessed this thing once again i want to thank you so much for joining us it's been a pleasure and an honor sharing the mic with you tonight thank you guys so much for having me i truly appreciate it hopefully we'll have you back another time and we'll be an for, honor and for our listeners if you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And on behalf of the Voice of Many podcasts, our sponsors, Z Funk Productions and Step One Training Solutions, thank you for listening. <laughs>